0: Oh, let's go! <laughs> it's a uh, we're back with the uh, with the uh, with the new bonus episode. We're talking about all of the news. We're talking about the the Star Wars celebration. We're talking about the James Gun, and we're talking about everybody's favorite superhero. It's a me.
1: Welcome to Season 4, Episode 2 We're in April, and we're only on Episode 2, which is crazy Oh, wow But welcome to the Infinity Watch Podcast My name is Tommy, and I'm here with my Italian plumber co-host, Eric Oh, (laughs) Melody does not like that voice
0: (laughs) No, no, she does not
1: What is wrong with you? Oh, my gosh
0: So many things, so
1: many things Alright, so we are back. We're here to talk about the Super Mario Brothers movie. Kind of a bonus episode because this year versus last year in terms of content, very different, I would say.
0: Yes. Probably for the best, for the uh, overall landscape, but rough for the podcast.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, you can only talk about Mania so much. <laughs> yeah, uh, um, that's for goddamn sure. <laughs> and so we just decided to move on to something else, so... Um, <laughs> I actually did pull up the schedule for this year. So we got 2023, everything that's that's Marvel Cinematic Universe versus, you know, just Marvel-esque stuff. Um obviously the next thing coming up is the first week of May we'll have Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, which is probably our best hope for a great movie this year, you think? Maybe. Um Yeah. I don't is, know. Is is Deadpool this year or no? No. No, the only other MCU movie we have this year is The Marvels, which comes out in November.
0: I think that has a lot of potential, but but I also liked Miss Marvel a lot more than you did.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm a big Captain Marvel fan. I I got confused for a second there. I was like, wait, I loved Captain Marvel, but (laughs) wrong Marvel. Um, Yeah, I really hope that's good. I just I don't really know what to think about it yet. Uh, We haven't seen anything from it yet at all. Yeah. And so we got Guardians of the Galaxy coming up. After a few week break uh, from from this podcast. And then another three weeks pass and we got Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse.
0: Mm, very skeptical.
1: Yeah. It'll be interesting. Can lightning strike twice there? I'm not sure. I hate the title. I just got to say yeah, I hate the title. Yeah, it's really bad. Um, I would say that's very close to um, the Spider-Man Far From Home Spider-Man no way home title. Yeah.
0: Why do they make it so hard to identify which Spider-Man movie you're talking about?
1: Which, like, ironically, like, I love both of those movies. Yeah. I think they're both great. I just think the titles are really poor because I confuse the titles all the time because yeah. they basically sound exactly the same. Um, and so yeah, into the Spider-Verse, across the Spider-Verse, really the only thing is one word. I just I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me. But I think it might be good. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I, yeah, I think it might be good, but I'll
0: I'll say this, little uh little preview, maybe it was just the theater I was in for the Mario movie, they played a trailer for Across the Spider-Verse, very underwhelming compared to every other animated uh trailer I saw. I don't know what it was, but it was just like I I Why does it. this
1: look Bad. I think I know what it was. Are you talking about the audience reaction was bad or no? No, no. uh, I the look.
0: It just looked like I'm already over that. It's like okay, that art style was cool, but then I sat through. You know, speaking nothing to the quality of the movie, but probably one of the best looking animated movies of all time. I would say. I don't think that's crazy to say. You talking about Super Mario? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wow. Okay, and I. And I, uh, again, that is not indicative of my thoughts on the movie. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get but, there. Uh, but, uh, but visually fucking stunning. And um, it, I, I don't think that style. It's like we've gotten to a point in computer animation where it looks so good. They're having to find just ways to differentiate themselves other than yeah. let's just make this as clean as possible. And that was cool for the first one. I think it's already uh,
1: worn out its welcome for me, personally. Interesting. Because you had similar thoughts about this before the first one came out, too.
0: I did, but weirdly, I didn't see the first one in theaters, and I thought it looked great on, like, a a 4K TV. So maybe, yeah, I I don't know. They didn't show
1: that trailer before our showing, which is interesting. Oh, that is interesting. Um, But, yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure if it would have gone over well, because it was mostly children under the age of seven uh so ah, I, you know, interesting okay did you have a lot of kids in your show? i know we're kind of going ahead for a sec but
0: it's um it was actually like maybe the most diverse
1: really Because you went uh, early audience. right
0: i went early on a saturday morning and it was like all all ages sexes races genders wow <laughs> like, yeah it was you did like a, a very
1: you did a whole survey of the audience you got you got it all in there
0: yeah i mean it's uh it, it, and like everybody it was it was really not like i don't think i realized i know everybody knows mario i don't think i realized how much mario does have a stranglehold on the younger generation like there were kids in there with like mario hats yeah. oh yeah same same day i was so like much what
1: yeah, <laughs> it just it's just really, fucking love Mario.
0: Apparently. Yeah, yeah, they do. And and yeah, we'll, we'll get into it. I'm sure anybody
1: eight years old and younger probably love that fucking movie. I, I bet like the Nintendo Switch and like the DSs and stuff like that, whatever they're called now. I don't remember. Um, it's probably the most accessible video game system for children. That's true. That is true. And so I suppose that's probably helpful Uh, in getting his popularity up you know whereas you're getting like a ps5 or an xbox series x or whatever it's like a little bit more serious yeah yeah so um but yeah the only other marvel thing we have coming out is uh in the last week of june we start the six episode series for secret invasion trailer looks good yeah yeah, we'll we'll be talking about that. We should be getting another series. We just don't know when because right now there is between the Marvels and Secret Invasion a fourteen week break. There will be something that is in there. We could it could be more than one something too throughout the end of the year. This is just everything that's been announced and has an actual release date right now. Yep. Yep. Now. So, yep. Um, it'll be interesting. I, I think echoing what you said earlier, this is probably a good thing. Yeah, Um, they're slowing down. But we have so much news today. We got Marvel news. We got DC news. We got a whole bunch of Star Wars celebration stuff that Eric's going to go over. So let's just jump right into it. Um, First thing I have is is Captain America, New World Order, a.k.a. Captain America 4. It is rumored to have, quote, major X-Men connections. Um, there's lots of rumors going around that it's going to be involving possibly adamantium Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. that it could have something to do with previous rumors that the celestial from Eternals Tiamat, um, will be the source of adamantium and people are trying to get that metal and it's kind of like the adamantium vibranium, you know, you know how that's been so pervasive in the Marvel movies recently. So we'll see, maybe we'll see the source of, uh, Wolverine's you know claws and everything and in, in all of this
0: yeah that's a. I think that'd be a decent way to do it Um I, I do think that will be the extent of the connection I don't think yeah. we're actually gonna see any of the X-Men in that movie
1: but we'll see yeah no I, I don't think we're getting any X-Men for a little bit even though we did have obviously like the Professor X stuff which was cool um I don't know. I really think that the Marvel movies really need to get back on track, which is a rare comment from me criticizing Marvel, but I, the story seems like it's kind of bouncing around a room and it's not really going in any direction right now. It doesn't feel that good. Agreed. Agreed. So we'll see. Um, I thought this was interesting. So James Mangold, um, he directed the newest Indiana Jones movie that's coming out. Um, he has a pretty good record. He directed Logan. He directed Ford vs. Ferrari. Um, seems like a pretty capable director. Um, and his films usually do pretty well. Um, he is currently writing both a new Star Wars movie, which I don't want to touch on your Star Wars stuff too much yet. But this article is about while he's writing that movie, he's also writing a new Swamp Thing movie. <laughs> yeah. Or DC at the same time. Um, and he basically said that he's just going to keep doing both of them. He said, the truth is, I'm writing both. And who knows what's going to happen and what's going to blossom first or second. So there's your thing. I'm doing Swamp Thing. There's your scoop. It's not a rumor. It's happening. I put it online. So um should be interesting. I don't know.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I uh, just cannot bring myself to give a shit about either one of the, uh, the Thing characters from Marvel or DC, Swamp Thing or Man Thing. Mm. I just don't. I just don't get it. I don't care. I know people are excited, but...
1: Yeah, I suppose uh, like I I really enjoyed Man Thing in uh, Werewolf by Midnight, but like at the same whoa, time,
0: whoa, 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 whoa,
1: by midnight? Did I say midnight? Yeah. Oh my gosh, Werewolf by <laughs> Night. No, no midnights. The full night. Um, Werewolf by Midnight. I was trying thinking of Midnight Suns or something. Um. Yeah, fair. At the same time, I probably don't need like a, a Man Thing show. Or a movie. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. great in the context of what it was, and then that was all I needed. So I don't know. We'll see. I'm not going to doubt anything anymore after eating, eating dirt with the whole Andor series. I'm still feeling that one. So, um, sure, <laughs> possibly the greatest Star Wars content we've received in 25 years. It's really um, good, and so we'll see. But uh he's he's a good director. So at least it's a get for James Gunn and DC.
0: Yeah.
1: Um Spe- speaking
0: of, I'm sure you have this mo- this news where you about to go into it, the the other James Gunn news, him just That guy fucking loves to talk, man. No, no, hit me with it. Uh so James Gunn has been floating that it is now much more likely with him in charge at DC that we will see a Marvel DC crossover, which is the most brain dead thing You could ever fucking say that's never, ever going to happen, let alone the balls to think that you are even going to succeed with your DC stuff to where Marvel would even kind of think they needed to do this. That's insane. This is never going to happen. James Gunn's just being James Gunn. The dude annoys me more every day
1: yeah it's uh, <laughs> it's very much along the same lines of like taika Watiti and Chris Pratt where it's like yeah. at first I was like this is awesome this guy's cool and then like I'm like oh my god this is just like the same thing over and over again I can't say yeah that. they just talk too much just shut up yeah he's on people. Twitter all the time yeah I saw that uh I saw that that tweet from him and I saw some articles about it. I literally didn't include it in the news because I was so annoyed by it <laughs> um, fair fair sorry to have uh riled you up no it's just so funny because like of course they could do that they never mm-hmm. will just because no one will ever agree you know like the last big thing like that was who framed roger rabbit and how long yeah. ago was that movie out um,
0: and and plus marvel will never yeah. need a dc even right now where marvel is I would say not even arguably, objectively at their lowest point since yes, they've begun. Absolutely. They are still nowhere
1: fucking close to the tragedy that is DC Films. Yeah. Just DC like, Films and shows. I mean, they don't really yeah. have anything that's connected or serious. And and they're trying. They're, they're, they're restarting, which I think sure, is a good thing. Sure, sure. You know, if I hear one more person bitching about the Snyder Cut and all these Snyder things, just get over yourself. It's not that good. Um, the Snyder cut of Justice League is way better than the Justice League movie I'll, Agreed. I'll say that 100% Agreed, but to pretend fun. that like Man of Steel is like some masterpiece is just ludicrous insane but um, I hope that James Gunn and Peter uh, Saffron whatever his name is um, I hope that they get it back on track because I want competition I think that's good for everyone Yeah, I would love a great Superman movie I'm not against these characters it's just like the movies that we've gotten so far have been subpar um, and I really want Marvel to kind of get back, back to kind of their glory days too, because man, I just, good Marvel movies are so fucking good.
0: Yeah, they are. I, I don't know if you had this, but, uh, they, D, speaking of DC, they dropped a trailer for
1: Blue Beetle. Yes. Looks, per,
0: looks pretty good to me.
1: Yeah. That they, does look fun. They dropped the, the trailer for Blue Beetle. Um, it looked, it looked interesting. I, I, I probably still don't want to see it personally because i just don't have anything connected to it but maybe i'd watch it you know once it drops on digital or something like yeah, that. yeah yeah um, it's
0: it, it almost looks like what if iron man but also spider-man
1: <laughs> yeah 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 no it that's probably a good way of putting it um but yeah the the trailer looked good i thought his suit looked good um it'll be interesting to see if if it connects with the audiences and if it does well um because who knows i hope it does yeah, should be good. Should yeah, should be good. We'll see. Um, speaking of Blue Beetle, actually, I guess this is a little bit different from that. Um, but there were some rumors going around. Hold on, I'm bouncing around now. If you pulled up the Blue Beetle stuff, hold on, gotta go through all my million tabs. Um, <laughs> so Chris, Chris Pratt actually responded to the idea of playing Booster Gold in the new James Gunn DCU. <laughs> oh, is, okay, okay. I noticed there's a picture of him with Blue Beetle, which makes me bring this up. Um, <clears throat> and He was doing an interview with Rolling Stone. And he basically said, if James thought I was right for it, then you know I would have to consider it. And so, you know. I'm not going to lie.
0: I'm pretty over Chris Pratt. But I think that would make him a great choice to play Booster Gold.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I
0: I do think that would be a good casting, despite my feelings on Chris Pratt.
1: Yeah. It's so interesting. Yeah, I feel the same way. Uh, I was watching Parks and Rec uh, the other night, and I was just like, man. Who's this guy? Where's he at? Because I don't see him anymore. I, right. I wish he was still around. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. DC's making moves, and uh, I think it's only a good thing. Bring yeah. on some good movies, because the amount of $200 million plus movies that come out that are just utter garbage is astonishing to me. Crazy. How does this keep happening? But I don't want to belabor the point, I got, still got like 15 more articles to go to. to go through, so. <laughs> um Apparently, in the new Fantastic Four reboot, it's uh, rumored to feature both Galactus and the Silver Surfer, which is interesting.
0: Sure. I mean, that makes sense.
1: Um, Jeff Snyder was on the Hot Mike podcast. He said, I'm told that Matt Shackman is planning to go very cosmic with his Fantastic Four movie. Lots of 1960s elements and that the feature film will have both Galactus and Silver Surfer. Um, So I guess there was a first draft of the movie by Jeff Kaplan. And Ian Springer um and now um, they brought in the guy that wrote avatar the way of water to come in and kind of redo the script and start it all kind of over I don't think they're doing just like a page one rewrite but just to change it up a bit so I don't know he wrote avatar 2 so it can't be too bad I suppose yeah true but we'll see I, I I'm wondering I'm wondering if the fantastic 4 will be like the Fantastic Four leave Earth in like the sixties and come back, and uh, they haven't aged, but time has passed or something. I don't know. I think it's possible, but like that's gonna be very Captain America. It, it, yeah, yeah. I, I I hope they don't do that. We'll see. I I love Fantastic Four. I can't wait for it, but it's we still got like over a year. Yeah, it's gonna be a while. Gonna be a while. Speaking of movies. Because that's what we speak about. <laughs> Speaking of movies.
0: What a transition. Have you heard
1: of the Shazam Theory of the Gods movie that's just ripping up the box office?
0: Oh, yeah, man. It's uh, it's, it's just crushing, crushing right now. Well, and, and you know what? I think we have Dwayne Johnson to thank for that. Just yeah. his support, oh his gosh.
1: undying support of that movie. Well, good news for you, Eric. It's already out on digital. <laughs> Can you believe that? They just dumped it. They dumped it on digital uh, on Friday. You know
0: what? You know what? Credit where it's due. They had to do that, and they did it. And I think that's exactly what you need to do with movies like that. Because yeah. there's a chance I'll watch that on digital. Yeah, there's you know, zero chance I would watch it in the theater.
1: I was thinking the same thing, and um, you know, it it was getting. A lot of people were saying that it was it was better than the first one, and so I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I did.
0: I I didn't hate. First one was fine. It's just yeah, it's just very like to me. It's like that's like the quintessential generic superhero movie. Oh, it's Uh, got fifty
1: percent on Rotten Tomatoes, but an eighty-six percent audience score. Okay, but at the same time, um, Super Mario has a fifty-six percent on Rotten Tomatoes and a ninety-six percent audience score.
0: What? that okay we're gonna talk about how uh, fucking crazy that is oh my
1: gosh here we go it's quantum part two um
0: no 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 no, no, no. i uh, we'll get there, yeah, it, we'll th- get there it's not quantum part
1: two though we're both chomping at the bit right now yeah mario um really good news um former marvel entertainment chairman ike pearl Butter was fired by disney round Woo! of applause for disney Finally, this guy was a, just a complete dick, allegedly. Um, I just, this, he's very like lawsuit happy, so I'm just going to say allegedly a whole bunch. Um, <laughs> so he used to be in charge of like Marvel Studios and everything to do with Marvel. And then Kevin Feige uh, allegedly basically had to go to Bob Iger, the CEO of Disney, and be like, you need to get this guy out of my like line of control. He can't be controlling this stuff, otherwise I walk. And so, like, they separated him out from everything because he's basically, like, an old-school penny pusher. He was, like, no minorities, no women, allegedly. Um, And he was the source of a lot of problems in, like, the early days of Marvel Studios. And so, um, I think for a long time, they weren't able to let him go in a way that wouldn't spark backlash from him because he was a a majority shareholder um, or a big shareholder in Disney. But I guess he tried to do some like hostile takeover and failed and they were finally able to kick him out or what i don't know business shit you know um but yeah he's gone so that's great
0: i read an account of apparently ike knew about the layoffs prior to this and he was like excited about it because, oh my god! Uh, because you know, big companies f- fucking get boners for layoffs. Yeah. And he and he was just excited about it because he didn't realize that he was part of the layoff. And that makes me Fuck so that happy. That makes yeah.
1: me so happy. Oh no! Did capitalism bite you in the ass? You oh cap- no! Bastard. Oh no! Did the billionaire get fired? Oh. oh my gosh! That's, I heard I saw a report that Google was like, we're getting rid of like staplers. And some other things run the office to save money, and it's like you got to be fucking kidding me.
0: Just get rid of literally one executive.
1: Yeah, <laughs> keep the staplers, Eric. You you're talking too moron. much sense right
0: now. <laughs> so stupid. Yeah,
1: but don't don't let us go down that rabbit hole. Otherwise, that'll that's for our other podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, burn the system the, the, to the ground with Eric yeah. and Tommy. Um, Oh man, could you imagine that podcast it would just end up with us <laughs> raging,
0: just screaming everything every episode?
1: Oh my gosh! All right, we got more James Gunn stuff. Um, he said, he said in an interview with Rolling Stone that he was never going to include Thor in his Guardians movie, regardless of the fact that it was set up in the end of Avengers Endgame. Um, which is funny. Um, he said (laughs) Endgame came out right after I decided to do Guardians again so I didn't have much say in what was in the movie and then it came out and I was like what the fuck am I going to do and then Kevin Feige told me Taika's going to do Thor and we'll have the Guardians in that and I said thank God he said to be completely honest Thor was never going to be in this movie Taika took that bullet for me because I was not going to have him in I was just going to start up and there was going to be no Thor
0: (laughs) That that actually would be really funny (laughs) <laughs> just totally ignore it.
1: Yeah, it's like, you know, that movie was, you know, <laughs> they did it off screen. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. Which is funny because Taika took the bullet, but like they were, the Guardians were just in that movie for like 15 minutes and it was done and the, that movie would have been better without them in it. You know what I mean? Uh, like, yeah, it, well, let's maybe. Just, let's just spend more time on the God <laughs> Butcher. I don't know. There's so many problems with that. Movie. Well, yeah. Yeah, there are. I there probably are. need to watch it again, but still, I don't know. <sighs> That'd rough. be that be you taking a bullet yeah seriously oh my gosh. <laughs> I, i'm I'm very much realizing and this is tough for me to say on a mostly Marvel podcast Marvel Star Wars all this stuff um man I think I'm feeling the fatigue oh yeah same big time which is crazy it's a yeah. crazy thing but I'm ho it always just takes one movie like when Spider-Man no way home came out man just talk about energized I just felt great. Yeah. And so we'll see. We'll see. Um, Joker, Folia Dew, has wrapped filming with Lady Gaga and Joaquin Phoenix. Um, let's just call it right now. Is this movie going to be good or not?
0: Yeah, I think it's going to be great. Man. I think everybody involved is great at what they do. I think people for no logical reason I can tell are hating on Lady Gaga. Like she named something she hasn't been great in you. Like y- right. you can't
1: like Man, she, a star is born like, is one of my favorite movies. To just I've, I've never up. even
0: seen it, but I know she's good in that. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I think it's going to be great. I think, People are overstating the musical thing. And I think they fucked up by announcing it as a musical. But I mean, it's like Lady Uh, Gaga. So
1: it's like, it'll be fine, you know? Yeah, yeah. This is not my recommendation for the episode. But if you need to watch a movie to fuck you up, A Star is Born, A Marriage Story. Those two, boom. Okay. But uh, if you've experienced divorce in your life in any context, and you watch A Marriage Story, you better buckle on up. Let me tell you. (laughs) <laughs> that shit is like raw real shit oh my gosh you ever watch a movie and you're like in your head you're like i'm watching a movie and like you can feel that it's a movie that movie felt like real fucking life i don't know it's weird but <laughs> joker folia do i hope it's good um little side story when i saw the first joker movie i was at this movie theater and i perfect i, I um perfectly it's not what i'm trying to say I um purposely chose my seat, so it was right next to the the exit <laughs> to the theater because I was worried some like angry, sad white kid was gonna come <laughs> in and try and shoot up the theater yeah. oh my God, I was like, who's gonna come into this movie? oh
0: man, well, wait, before we move do do you think what's your definitive is it gonna be good um, or is it gonna
1: be bad? I am nervous about it just because. I I don't know. I don't know how much you can do that same thing twice with like the whole Joker stuff. But I think what gives me hope, not just Lady Gaga, the fact that Joaquin Phoenix is doing it again says something to me. Yep. Um, He's not like a big like series franchise kind of guy. When that first one came out, I was a little lukewarm on it. I still am. I didn't think it was great. I thought it was like pretty good decent yeah i would agree um but then i also think about a lot of parts of it from time to time like yeah some scenes in it um the so, ending is just like
0: it, it like it, it's one of those movies that it's almost worth it just for like the last five minutes
1: uh, it, like like the, like the whole talk show stuff and all that yeah 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 100 yeah, yeah. agree really really good um yeah i would it's it definitely kind of has that like the slow burn fuse gonna go on and the climax of it satisfies that um and so I, th- I think it's got a lot of potential and and for me when they announced that it was a musical i had an opposite reaction where i was like you know what this is good because they're not trying to just do the exact same thing yeah. again which i think that's the problem this this happens with like a lot of movies and and i'll pull in james bond as a reference like they made skyfall right and sam mendes directed it and it was the highest grossing james bond film of all time right? Major success across the globe. And so they're like, okay, Sam Mendes, same team, come on back. Let's do another one. It'll be great. And it's Spectre, the sequel after that, is honestly one of the worst James Bond movies of all time. And I think it's just they, they rushed it and they tried to do kind of the same thing again and it just doesn't work, right? Um, and so I, I think I think this is going to be good. I think I'm going to like it. And I like Lady Gaga, so that helps too. Yeah, so, same. We'll see. Um, that is supposed to come out October of next year. So we still have like a year and a half to go, dude. So it'll it'll be a bit time. Yeah. What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. (laughs) Oh, wait, that's war. Um, all right, but you don't have to wait too much longer for something else. And that's Mm. the digital release of Ant-Man and the Wasp (laughs) quantum mania. Comes out on the 18th. Um, (laughs) One of the first Marvel movies to not break even, most likely. We'll see. Good. I Teach know. them a
0: lesson. The, the only kind of lesson they'll ever learn.
1: I don't know. I don't know
0: if I'm going to watch it again. I don't no, know. I there's don't know. no chance I'm going to watch it again. I mean, may, at
1: least not any, maybe in like a couple years. But yeah. But you know, you know what we're going to be watching is the ongoing antics of Jonathan Major. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, since we've been gone, what the heck was that? Since you've been gone. Something in my house just made like a loud slamming noise. Uh Uh-oh. You got poltergeists. Well, the the house is 106. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. So, maybe. Um, I'm just going to hope that it was an animal of some sort. Um, (laughs) So, while we've been gone, since we've been gone, um, man, the Jonathan Majors... I don't know if you want to call it, situation, scandal, uh, alleged assault, arrest. It's been quiet for like the last week, it seems.
0: Yeah, I got to imagine uh, that dude's lawyers are
1: working overtime every day. It was a bit shit quiet. It was a bit cringe because his lawyer came out really strong. It was like, we got evidence. We got text messages that prove that he's innocent. And she, I think it's a woman, uh, if I recall uh she released like text messages to TMZ I think and um I would just say from my own perspective they didn't help the situation no no they said they have video
0: which like you got to put that video if you really think that it that it like he did not do this yeah. you have to put that video out like now and the fact that they haven't is uh pretty pretty a uh, uh,
1: really bad look like i know justice moves slow but the court of public opinion is really what matters in this situation yeah. right yeah um yeah i don't know like i pulled up the the text and so well, before
0: the, before we we should say what he just in case somebody's living under a rock
1: yeah so essentially let's see um he was taken into custody on March 25th after an alleged assault on a woman that was believed to be his girlfriend um, in their New York City apartment, or it was like outside of it or something. Um, and so, was it, it not in a vehicle? Yeah, I think it might have been in a vehicle. Uh, I'm not sure if they like came inside um, to their apartment after being in a vehicle, but yeah, they were in a vehicle. Um, his lawyer is Priya Chowdhury. Um, she released a statement saying that Jonathan majors is completely innocent and quote, probably the victim. She promised to present evidence that would clear him of any wrongdoing. So supposedly, I I don't don't think
0: we've,
1: so you
0: might be getting to it. Basically he physically assaulted this person. Allegedly.
1: Yeah, there was, there was alleged, um, like contusions or bruising or something on her somewhere. And then they also said that there was evidence that she was choked. Yeah. Um though that that was denied at some point. Um but basically an assault. What they came up on was that there was a domestic situation, someone called 911, which I think it it's been revealed that it was Jonathan Majors himself. Um and then they got there and the woman had signs of assault on her and I think at that point the NYPD legally have to just like take the guy into custody. So that being Jonathan Majors.
0: Which uh, this specific situation aside
1: Pretty fucked up rule,
0: yeah. I would say. But Yep.
1: Yeah. So this is this is um the state uh, one of the statements from the lawyer. She said, quote, the police arrived with the paramedics as a standard procedure and arrested Mr. Majors due to an NYPD protocol requiring arrest in certain circumstances. On the same day, only seven and nine hours later, the woman sent text messages to Mr. Majors admitting that she was the one who used physical force against him. That's um, not what I saw in those sex. So messages. this is what This is what the text says, and then then we'll move on. I don't want to belabor it too much. Sure. Um, This is uh, the alleged text sent to TMZ from the lawyer. Um, All the texts I'll read you are allegedly Jonathan Major's girlfriend texting to him. She says, please let me know that you're okay when you get this. They assured me that you won't be charged. They said they had to arrest you as protocol when they saw the injuries on me, and they knew we had a fight. I'm so angry that they did, and I'm sorry you're in this position. We'll make sure nothing happens about this. I told them it was my fault for trying to grab your phone. I only just got out of the hospital. Just call me when you're out. So that was one text, and then she sent another text saying, I love you. And then like three and a half hours later, she sent this. They just called again to check on me, and I reiterated how this was not an attack, and they do not have my blessing on any charges being placed. I read the paper they gave me about strangulation and I said point blank this did not occur and should be removed immediately. The judge is definitely going to be told this. She ensured this to me. I know you have the best team and there's nothing to worry about. I just want you to know that I'm doing all I can on my end. I also said to tell the judge to know that the origin of the call was to do with me collapsing and passing out and your worry as my partner due to our communication prior. Out of care, she promised all will be relayed. I don't know.
0: Yeah, it's a
1: uh, uh, tough, tough look. Man, uh, poor Marvel and, Studios it, can't catch a fucking break.
0: Yeah, and I would say the thing that that uh, it, 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 it has continued snowballing because after this happened, everybody in the world came out of the woodwork and was like, oh yeah, Jonathan Majors is a big time asshole and I've yeah. always hated him and I've always hated working with him. Yeah. It's like, Jesus Christ.
1: I think what what really got to me is this the line that is, quote, "I told them it was my fault for trying to grab your phone.
0: Yeah, that's like t- textbook abusive relationship yeah. kind
1: of uh, language. yeah. and you know, I, I'm not trying to like, you know, put shit on this whole situation, but yeah, like the entire thing reads that way the entire thing reads as like someone trying to do damage control and to still get on the good side of someone that maybe hasn't been treating him that well obviously this is yeah. all alleged and just my opinion and stuff but i don't know it's um It's a sticky situation, especially when you have just launched your movie that features the actor playing like 300 of the same character in different forms.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and not only that, they've already started removing him from promotional material for Quantumania. Um, Like, he's not on the poster for the digital release, and I saw kind of a funny tweet of like, this is ironic because without Kang in the background of this poster it is very reflective of the movie which is that it's just nothing it's shit, <laughs> like it's just yeah. it's just scott lang and uh janet no hope uh just standing there in a void yeah. which is exactly what that movie was well the funny thing is <laughs> that
1: the one thing that worked in that movie really well was him yes yes so i don't know hey maybe uh we we'll just recast I think that I think they're gonna have to and I think that's fine. I think we are
0: early enough like yeah they they made the one movie and the show but but I think it's early enough where they can recast and and it'll be fine yeah
1: yeah we'll see it's it is a from just a, a pure acting perspective it is a shame because I think he's a great actor yeah uh, sure. but yeah it's just like yet another situation where you're just disappointed you know I it's just like the Kevin Spacey. Uh, you know, situation again, where it's just like, man, why do you have to be such a massive piece of shit? Yeah, Because I you're agree. so talented, you know what I mean? Let me be so clear for our listeners
0: here. Every creative you have ever loved is a terrible person. <laughs> come, Come to terms with that right now, and you'll be able to enjoy things a lot more throughout your life.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, it's just like people think celebrities are like, uh, you know, they treat them like gods almost. Yeah,
0: it's, like they can it's, do no wrong.
1: It's crazy. It's crazy,
0: and I almost feel like the better they are at their craft, <laughs> probably the worse of a person they are.
1: Yeah, I don't I know think why you have to that be like is. a little bit crazy, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I think so.
1: But who knows? I mean, Sean Connery had an interview where he just talked about how it's it's all right to hit a woman. It's
0: fucking crazy. I mean, all the the Kanye shit. It's heartbreaking. It's fucking heartbreaking.
1: It's wild out there, man. It's wild. Yeah, it is. But, um, yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Uh, But let's move on from that. Um, Director of upcoming Avengers The Kang Dynasty, uh, Destin Daniel Cretton, um, he confirmed that the Wonder Man series has started production and so that'll be interesting cool. i don't know yeah that's cool i'm surprised that one's still going forward but we'll see um he posted on instagram that it has started production uh with a shot like with kind of like one of those little not like the little slap thing i don't know what you call those those little like take one little thing yeah, um, oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah like a little color palette for the show so we'll see wonder man should be interesting um because he's connected to vision and the grim reaper and stuff like that and so um i don't know should be good he was in like one of the first avengers comics like avengers 9 i think yeah Um, in like the 60s so it's not a character you hear about very often anymore so we'll see um Kind of switching gears a tiny bit. Remember when Invincible came out? Of course. Great show and
0: great comic.
1: Like, that was like three years ago. Oh my God. That was two years ago. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So Robert Kirkman, who created the comic, which is honestly one of the greatest comic books uh, of all time. It's really good. He assured fans that the gap between season two and three will be considerably shorter. Uh, That being said, season two still doesn't have a premiere date. Um, Man, back in the day, what did they just have, like, uh, cartoonist slaves or something? They were putting out cartoons like, boom, 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 boom. This has been two years, critically acclaimed cartoon show. What is going on? I I don't
0: know. Like, so the same thing happened in the early days of Rick and Morty. Now we've since learned speaking of creators you might love being terrible fucking people. Uh we've since learned that the reason for Rick and Morty's hiatus was the fact that Justin Roiland is pro- allegedly a
1: fucking psychopath. But uh didn't but, the didn't the woman in that situation didn't she recant everything and and now Well, depends
0: all... on what situation. Yeah, I don't know. Cuz he's he's I,
1: been involved in uh the, I think the 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 I was just surprised to hear that. I'm sure. I, I know he's like a piece of shit, allegedly. Uh, yeah. But I was just surprised to hear. I was like, did someone get paid or something? <laughs> it's like, what happened here?
0: Yeah, it could be.
1: Oh but my, but I think
0: the, the despite the uh, the the main legal battle, um, he's he's been accused with, uh, I believe, a fair amount of evidence of just like hitting up minors on social media.
1: Dude, I just don't understand this stuff. It's crazy. Yeah, it's it's it is truly fucking crazy. Oh man, this uh, this is the amount of people that are garbage.
0: I uh, mean, it's most people. Yeah, that's
1: the issue. It's the majority of people. People act
0: so uh, like shocked when this happens. Yeah, but
1: it's like go more drive a than car people, <laughs> it's anywhere.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Bro, I went to go get my blood drawn at a hospital uh, on Friday, and I'm going. i sitting in the I'm sitting in the little waiting room of the lab. And there's all these signs on the wall that. In really long way of saying, we're just being like, don't be a dick to our employees. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, why do they have, like, 60 signs in here? Then sure enough, this dad comes in. is a dad, a mom, and their kid. And he's just being an asshole to every single person there. <sighs> and then his kid goes in, and the kid's crying. And he's, like, yelling at the kid, saying, what are you crying for? You got nothing to cry for? And then oh, he's, like, God. being a, a dick to, like, all the nurses and stuff. And then everything finishes. And then he's like thank you so much really appreciate all the help and he's like being all nice now and it was just like the fucking weirdest thing i was like all all the people after he left are like i was about to kill that man <laughs> and everyone was like just like it felt like everyone went through like ptsd together after this guy came in it was crazy i just don't Jesus. understand man i don't either it doesn't take any effort to just be respectful to people that's yeah why. That's my recommendation. They just don't. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. Um, We touched on this earlier, but the full trailer for Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse came out. And what I took from it is that everyone is allowed to be in Oscar Isaac's Spider-Man Club except for Miles Morales. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. It's...
0: uh... I I thought the trailer was fine, except for the fact that this is now the third or fourth time yeah. oh, they've really? done that fucking pointing Spider-Man meme. It's like really milking it. We get it. Yeah.
1: Stop with this. It's not yeah. funny anymore. It was barely funny the first time. You get to use <laughs> it once in animation and you get to use it once in live action. And yes. You're done. Yes. You're done. Cause I think the first time in the first movie, was this an after credit scene? Yes. Uh, which was also it was pointing to the sequel with Spider Man twenty ninety nine right? Yep. Um, but yeah, it's like why are, why are we doing this again? We get it. It's a bunch of Spider Men. But um, I'm hoping this is good. I'm I'm a little worried because I don't think this one is written by the same guys. Let me see across the Spider Verse. Who the first one was Lord and Miller or am I? nuts? Yes. Yeah. And okay. Those guys like anything they touch is usually great. Um, oh, I guess uh, I guess they did. Write this one: Phil Lord, Christopher Miller, David Kelly. Um, and so, maybe it will be good. I don't know. We'll but. see. I, something about it. I'm just, I'm skeptical.
0: But I, I, how is felt Avi the same Arad
1: still producing these
0: things? <laughs> I have no clue at all.
1: Does that guy just like know everyone's sh- shit or whatever? Yeah, he must. He must have some dirt. I just, I, I don't understand that. But, um, yeah, we'll see we'll see if it if it ends up being good um that might be a one off i don't know but i i want it to be great so same that first one i fucking love that shit so we will see um chris evans he was asked in an interview about some mcu stuff and uh he was asked about coming back possibly returning and this is what he had to say <clears throat> quote It's tough, because look, I love that role deeply. He means so much to me, and I really do think there's more Steve Rogers stories to tell, sure. But at the same time, I'm very, very precious with it. I'd become, you know, it's like this little shiny thing I have that I love so much, I don't want to mess it up in any way. And I was part of something special that was so special for a period of time, and in a way, it really landed so well. As much as I'm connected to the role and love telling those stories and working with those people, it doesn't quite feel right right now uh the, translated as
0: yeah i'll be back
1: <laughs> <laughs> i mean yeah you're probably right i think it'll all come back for secret wars
0: yeah for sure
1: i mean that's just where it's all it's all headed towards so um i don't know he's also probably saying like marvel movies are kind of sucking right now so i don't know We'll see. yeah we'll see um all right, I got a few more things. We'll do one more DC, and then I got a, a handful of Marvel, and we'll, we'll pass it over to Eric for Star Wars stuff. Alrighty. Apparently, the new DC Studios Justice League movie is rumored to be based on the new Frontier comic, um, that was written by I think it was like Declan um, or no Darwin Cook. Um, I don't know. It's like a, it's kind of drawn like old school, but I, I remember reading that book years and years ago, and I thought it was pretty decent. Um, I think the villain in that one was called like, oh God, what was it? The center or something like that. I don't know. Mm. It was a fine comic. So if that's what they do, they do. I, I think it at least kind of feels like the justice league going back to its roots. Um, I don't know. Anything's better than that first justice league movie. So
0: yeah, that's for sure.
1: Also, can we get some fucking green lantern please? Jeez. yeah for real I don't know I just want the Justice League animated show in movie form and I'll be happy so. agreed we'll see what comes of it I hope James Gunn does it right but I don't know just don't get too James Gunn-y. You know, yeah. you want to. Ta- <laughs> you don't want to Taika Watiti the hell all over it Um, this might be some good news this is a big spoiler for Daredevil Born Again So, mm, spoiler alert cut ahead like a minute or 30 seconds if you don't want to hear this um for the longest time it was basically um uh, thought that foggy nelson was not going to be back uh, but we're starting to get some pretty reliable claims that marvel has now shot some stuff with foggy in it for the show uh with the original actor most likely uh not sure if it's going to be super big uh, or if it's just going to kind of touch on like why he's not in the show in a whole bunch. I don't know. Um, that being said, it, it seems like the, the female kind of opposite of daredevil will be Kristen McDuffie, which is uh, a character from, from the daredevil comics. So we might be getting a different kind of love interest. Um, she's an assistant district attorney um, who thinks that Matt is daredevil. And there's a whole story there. Um, So that might be why we're not getting the other co-star, you know, Karen Page from the last show. But we'll see. I don't know. It's got 18 episodes. It's crazy. That is crazy. It's uh, too much, in my opinion. I think Um, it'll be fine, but I'm also really optimistic for some reason. I don't know. Yeah, we we will see. We will see. RIP to Karen Page, though. Yeah, she was great. She was great. But I think there's still a chance she might show up. I don't know. I hope I mean I hope so. They got 18 episodes. I mean, damn. Yeah, for real. What else are you could be putting in that shit? But um, I don't know. They used to make shows that long. We were having a long conversation about this via text.
0: Yes. Yes. Um,
1: but yeah, it is kind of abnormal. It is funny cuz we're like, "You're only doing 6 episodes. Make them a little bit longer." And they're like, "All right, let's triple it."
0: <laughs> like find find the middle ground.
1: Yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> we'll see. Speaking of six-episode shows, we got the new trailer for Secret Invasion. Um, felt pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, it did. Um, I'm optimistic about this. I only watched it once because I just wanted to watch it to kind of get, like, the vibes of it and then kind of forget what I watched. Uh, because I'm trying not to watch as many trailers again because I just feel like I'm watching an entire movie every single time I watch a trailer for something. Um. But yeah, I hope they stick the landing on this one because Marvel has been really good about making great trailers for everything they do. I feel like their trailers, like most of the time, are pretty fucking great. And then the movie comes out and I'm like, ooh, it's is not quite what I was hoping for based on that fucking awesome trailer. So, we'll
0: yeah. see. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. But that
1: the trailer did get me pretty excited. Yeah, no, it, it looked great. Uh, I'm just, I just don't want Age of Ultron to happen to me again. Um, even though I like Age of Ultron now, it's just the trailer for Age of Ultron was a better movie than Age of Ultron. I have no fact. memory of it. It just was actually like dark and scary, and Ultron was super spooky. And then obviously, Ultron was like very jokey and fun. I don't know. I'm, I'm jumping down a rabbit hole. Um, bad news, <laughs> Eric. Bad news. X Men 97 is most likely going to be the latest Marvel Studios series to be delayed until next year at the minimum.
0: <laughs> that's, so. that's that's
1: fine. I'm not, like,
0: chomping at the bit for X-Men 97.
1: Clearly, Echo is more of a priority. Everyone loves the beloved character Echo. <laughs> <laughs> and who really likes the, what is it, X-Men? X-Men. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um apparently seems pretty fucking woke if you ask me yeah i literally was about to comment on that so the the head of uh the vfx at marvel studios victoria alonso was basically let go um a lot of alleged stories came out that she was like toxic or other things and wasn't handling the vx vfx part uh very well it's all alleged stuff but apparently at one point she made an argument that it shouldn't be called x-men because that was misogynistic yeah yeah and it's kind of like, <laughs> like listen, I'm like i'm about about as woke as it gets, maybe not actually, I'm not uh but i'm pretty I'm pretty uh open accepting person, and that is crazy it's just it's just a name, you know, you're yeah. looking into it a little too much, uh but what what could we call it? We just call it the ex persons yes, <laughs> the ex people I guess you just you just be the mutants, you just or something I don't know. It's X-Men. I don't know, just, just... It's okay. It's okay. You
2: gotta yeah, pick and choose it, your battles. It you know? is okay.
1: Yeah. All right. Last thing from me. Um, apparently the new Thunderbolts movie is getting completely reworked so that it doesn't focus on all the characters from Black Widow as much. There's a rumor going around because obviously it's got Florence Pugh in it, you know, as, as her character, um... It's got Taskmaster. It's got uh, the other Russian dude, David Harbour's character. Red Guardian. Yeah, and so it's like there's a lot of them in it. And so this is the quote on the Hot Mike podcast. Um, the scooper guy, Jeff Snyder, who is a source for a lot of stuff, he said, quote, I heard that they scrapped the other guy's draft. One of the problems was that the Thunderbolts draft... It had the same problem to what Suicide Squad had, the David Ayer one. It was too focused on the Black Widow characters who were going to be in Thunderbolts, and it wasn't an equal enough balance for the rest of the team. It just very much emphasized the characters that we already knew. And so if that's true, it's probably good. Sure. We don't want Black Widow 2. We just want a Thunderbolts movie. Not that Black Widow 2 would be a bad thing, um, but the Thunderbolts are a lot bigger than that. So, yeah, agreed. So we'll see. I don't know. I think there's a lot going on at Disney and Marvel right now. That's probably really difficult. You know, the changes and everything. And so it's I think it's all necessary, but, you know, it's just a lot of upheaval. Yeah,
0: that's that's for sure. Um, But you know what else is going on at Disney
1: right now? A whole lot of Star Wars shit. Yeah. I just leaned back in my headphones of my ears, so I didn't hear what you said for about three
0: seconds. <laughs> was it I, something uh, about
1: Kathleen Kennedy being fired? No, no. Okay, I actually
0: heard. I, I actually don't have that. I don't have that. But that's oh, fine. That
1: was just a hope in my head.
0: <laughs> I, Kathleen Kennedy gets too much shit. She's probably fine. I mean, she hasn't made uh, a good
1: Star Wars movie yet. That's... <laughs> Jesus Christ! That's insane! <laughs> okay, I'll let you go. I'll let you go. <laughs>
0: um okay
1: i love it when we argue
0: (laughs) star wars celebration was the uh just uh, the last few days it's been going on Mm, the easiest quick quick news return of the jedi is returning to theaters april 28th this month so if you want to see return of the jedi in theaters go check it out will it be the original cut almost definitely not don't get your hopes up if jedi rocks isn't in it
1: then i am going to burn the entire theater
0: (laughs) yeah uh yeah so enjoy that if you're a big return of the jedi fan why would they do that one and not the other two who fucking knows but i mean return of the jedi is great no no
1: hate what is your favorite of the original trilogy
0: uh i mean i everybody says empire i mean it probably is empire or return of the jedi i don't know well i mean that's kind of like
1: uh people that like the jaws movies like well the first one is the best
0: yeah Yeah. it's like that's just the go-to it probably is objectively the correct answer but I don't know. see, I was never the thing that got me into Star Wars was not the original trilogy. So it's like, oh, I really? Messi- I didn't know
1: that. That's yeah,
0: I don't. The thing that got me into Star Wars was the Knights of the Old Republic video game. I got into Star Wars wow. very late. I think I was like 16 or 17. Damn. I played that game. It blew my little fucking mind. And that started me off on my Star Wars
1: journey. Did you ever play Jedi Knight 2?
0: I have since then.
1: That game, Um, that was what Chris and I used to play on the computer all fucking time. It's the best. It's It's the best. It's so good. I guess for for me, um, I watched the original trilogy a lot when I was younger. Like, a lot. I was so hype on Star Wars in elementary school. Um, I don't think I liked Empire that much when I was a kid because it is, like, the most adult Star Wars movie, I would say. Yep, yep, yep. Um, And so I watched the first one a lot, but then I loved Return of the Jedi just because it had so many, like... Like the Ewoks and all this crazy shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think as an adult, Empire is definitely my favorite, and then Return of the Jedi is probably my second favorite. I do think the Ewoks kind of take away some of the, like the stronger points of of Return of the Jedi. It gets like a little too kiddie for just a tiny bit, but then it pulls it right back in. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I think the I think the first Star Wars movie. I think it suffers in the same way that maybe some of the early Marvel movies does uh, do and like the early X-Men movies where it's like it was the first. So you're like, this is amazing. And then it like expands on that so much in the sequel. So like when you watch it in hindsight, you're like, this is a little bit slow and boring.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, Which a- and and I know everyone says this, but like at the time, that was like the fastest-paced movie you could right. ever imagine.
1: Right. Yeah, you have to you have <laughs> to understand the context of all these things. You know, yeah. To, to understand why it had so much significance. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, uh, um, um, I don't know. It should be interesting. I, I probably won't go see it. I'm actually nah, downloading. Nah. Actually, I'm. Uh, this is all alleged. I actually lied. I'm definitely <laughs> not doing that. Um, <laughs> there are 4K restorations of the the original theatrical releases of these oh, movies. Shit. And so uh, once I saw that poster that you were just talking about, about the re-release, I'm like, I'm going to watch the original Return of the Jedi, which I would happily pay for, Disney, if you let me. Right. Um, So I'm, I'm actually going to watch that, I think, after this podcast. Nice. Um, Fuck Because Because yeah. I don't think people realize how different the the original trilogy Star Wars movies are from what most people have seen. Yeah. They have been altered so much. Yes, they have.
0: It's gaslighting on a large scale.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I don't know if I think I mentioned this on another podcast, but I I love with the bottom of my heart, The Phantom Menace. I love that movie because of nostalgia. And I downloaded it on iTunes. And whenever I watch it, there are like little segments that are just a couple seconds long that I'm like, this was not in the original. This was not in the original theater release. Really. Like it comes up like thirty times during the movie, where George Lucas has added these little bits of connected tissue throughout it, and every single time it's so jarring to me because I saw it so <laughs> much as a child.
0: Uh, yeah, George, you just gotta you, you gotta let it rest. And he did, he did. No. Do you think so there's we're, like we're some
1: like legal shit or something that has stopped them from releasing the original theatrical releases to those movies? Yeah, yeah, I I I would bet almost anything that
0: there is that that was probably part of the deal
1: that shit would be like the most high highest selling home release media you could release i think if if they put it out
0: yeah it's crazy that they haven't it's crazy yeah but maybe they will because they are uh, ramping up star wars in a big way because we also got some information on all the new shows and a couple new movies um, we'll do the shows first. We got some information about The Acolyte, which is a show coming up that takes place in the High Republic era, which is a couple hundred years before the prequels and I think a thousand years after the Old Republic era. For anybody who's a who's a big Star Wars nerd who knows what the fuck I'm talking about, um, it's kind of like in the middle. Supposedly, it's like the height of the Jedi Order when they're at the best of the best. I have read a couple of these novels and a couple of these comics. I find it very underwhelming, but uh, people seem to like it. But one thing I did like about uh, some of the some of the comics and some of the novels is a character by the name of Vernestra Rowe. Um, and it was confirmed that this character is actually going to be in the series The Acolyte, which is kind of exciting because up until now, we had no clue... Uh, If there was going to be any connective tissue to the show, to anything else going on at all. Um, But turns out Vernestra Rowe is going to be in this series played by an actress by the name of Rebecca Henderson. So um, that's cool. She's a cool character. I think she's, uh, if I'm remembering correctly, I think she's like a child in the the books. And in this series, she's going to be, you know, like a grown woman. Hmm. So there's a bit bit of a time skip. Is this live action? Yeah, live action, live action, um, and and the the it's called the acolyte because it centers around a uh, like a Sith acolyte, a Dark Side acolyte, which I, is very exciting for what does me. That we mean? don't get. I don't enough. even know
1: what an acolyte is.
0: Um, basically, just like I, I I don't think like a Sith lord, but just someone who is like just obsessed with uh, the Dark Side, like studies the Dark Side. A person assisting
1: um, in. Assisting the celebrant in a religious service or so maybe they they're like the Sith assistant
0: yeah yeah it's like 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 a padawan like uh mm. like some someone learning but I think that's great i I don't think we get a nearly enough dark side stories um. So super excited for that one. Also super excited for the Ahsoka live action series coming up very soon. Now I wish I had the dates, but I was too dumb to pull that. Can I but, ask a question? Uh, okay.
1: Why does why does her lightsabers feel so like perfect? They what feel, do you mean? They feel like um, I don't know. They feel like little light tubes. As a I don't the other lightsabers feel like a little um, more chaotic not quite like kylo ren's yeah for some reason her lightsabers they feel like very polished or something to me
0: i don't know i mean she's 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 depicted as as an adult she's depicted as this kind of like enlightened neutral she's not a jedi uh ahsoka oh she's not no spoiler alert for uh, the the finale of the Clone Wars, I guess. I mean, it's a couple years old now. If you haven't seen it, you probably don't care. But um, yeah, Soka leaves the order before uh Order 66. So she is not a Jedi. She wow. is just a, a force user. Um and, and and she's what she's gone through has kind of led her to be this just uh like this rebel, just like Force for upon <laughs> not intended um just force for like uh, good but but not good in the way of like the jedi order um mm. but uh but yeah so so that's why her lightsabers are white at least in in terms of that's not necessarily the story reason that's the um the the creative reason why. Uh, they I thought she was a virgin, and as
1: they are just trying to be...
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's probably a virgin.
1: Um, no, who... We who, gotta give her the whitest lightsabers. <laughs> um,
0: but this, this live-action Ahsoka series, uh, as has been confirmed by the trailer, is essentially a new season of Star Wars Rebels, which is my favorite Star Wars animated series. Um, it featured the character of Hera... Sandula. it featured Sabine Wren, it featured Ezra Bridger, and it featured my guy, one of my favorite Star Wars characters, top three favorite Star Wars characters of all time, Grand Admiral Thrawn. Um, he is going to be in this series. It is confirmed that he is going to be played by Lars Mikkelsen, the same actor who voiced him in the Rebel series. Nice. Yeah, maybe.
1: Not my favorite casting um him and his brother man they got like villain villain rolls down yeah
0: but the thing that worries me is thrawn is not really a villain like he's a very 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 complex character mm. um I've read, I'm pretty sure at this point I've read every Star Wars novel that Thrawn makes an appearance in. I fucking love this character. He's so nuanced, and I think if they make him just too outright villainous,
1: I'm gonna fucking hate that. Um Yeah, it's really tough when like you you love all the source material for a character and they finally introduce them. It's just like, ooh.
0: Yeah, yeah. So we'll we'll see, we'll see. I'm sure I'll I'll fall into it. There was a leaked Still so in the trailer you only see him from behind, but apparently they showed him at the celebration, like they showed his face, and the still that's been going around is just up. horrible. But it's but it's not like it's clearly he's like mid-word, like he's like mid like speech, and it's just a terrible screen grab. So it's like really tough to judge, but like it's a bad look. Um drawn photo. So so I hope. I hope Ooh. that's not. Yeah, yeah.
1: Ooh, it kind of looks like Elon Musk with blue skin.
0: That's, yep, yep, yeah, it does, which is not good. Not good. Um, and, and I don't, when I picture Thrawn, I do not picture Lars Mikkelsen. Like, no offense to Lars. I'm sure he's like, uh, I'm sure many people would consider him a very handsome guy. But I think uh, Thrawn, it, it, like, his whole thing is like he's, like, meant to be, like, just very like un- understated very handsome very uh I don't, I don't know it's weird it's a weird casting choice i get that he did the voice he did fine but this <laughs> photo is really
1: funny yeah well, i'm sending you his photo i found an hd version
0: oh okay Let's
1: see there you go enjoy that
0: yeah i uh I I hope I hope they do him justice live action because that character is truly amazing. Mm, God. Mm. Damn, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. He's so
1: handsome. He's so uh, handsome. I'm it's turning me on a little bit.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't know,
1: no, but yeah, it is like a little we'll weird see. looking, but yeah, you got to you got to see it in movement, I'm sure too. Yeah. yeah it's yeah, a weird yeah. photo, dude. It's a and, weird photo.
0: And to Star Wars' credit, after the last couple seasons of whenever they try to bring in a character from animation, it's been laughable. Um, in this episode of the Mandal- in this season of the Mandalorian, mild spoilers, I guess. Speaking of characters, again, mild spoilers if you don't want to know about fast uh, forward, no complaining. Yeah, fast forward a minute if you don't want to know about who's making appearances in the Mandalorian. But uh, They brought in a live action version of Zeb Aurelius, and he looked fucking perfect. They nailed it. Zero notes. Easily the best translation they've done from um, animation to live action by a mile. Like, he was literally perfect. So I I think they are taking the criticism to heart from the last couple of times they've done this. But I mean, like, on a scale from
1: one to Inquisitor, how good is it?
0: I mean, Inquisitor is a one. So, oh no, this so is the best the
1: best adaptation of any character is the Inquisitors. That is in my opinion. A, a disgusting comment, and I am offended. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was so bad. Oh it
0: was so bad. But uh but but they're they're killing it, so you know, maybe it, mm, just gotta see it in live action. We'll see. But uh but we've we've spent too long on this. Uh yeah. they also announced three more films, which is very exciting. Number one, a Dave Filoni directed film about the Imperial Remnant versus the New Republic that is essentially going to be the finale of the Mandoverse. So like the finale of uh, all this shit that's all connected, Mandalorian, Boba Fett, Ahsoka, It's all culminating in a film directed by Dave Filoni. I think that's going to be great. I feel like the the tide has turned a little bit on Dave Filoni recently. I don't know fucking why. He's the only one at Lucasfilm who clearly is really passionate about Star Wars. Um, But... uh, I'm I'm excited to see what he can do with a film budget. I think that's going to be great. Movie number 2. We kind of referenced it earlier. James Mangold is writing and directing a movie in the dawn of the Jedi era. This is even this is older than the prequels, older than the high republic, Jeez. older than the old republic. This is the foundation of the Jedi Order. This is the creation of the Jedi Order. Um so that should be very interesting i've read some comics about the dawn of the jedi era um they're very i mean it's like no lightsabers no like they're like creating all of this shit uh they're like discovering the force and what it can do kind of so that that should be really interesting and then the big one why daisy ridley is returning as Rey. In a new film directed by, I uh, sincerely apologize, that I'm going to butcher this name Charmene O'Made Obeyed, Jesus Christ. Oh Charmeen Obeyed, Shinoy. I'm sure I said that
1: incorrectly. I'd like to but, apologize uh, for my co host. He is white.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, and this. Film takes place 15 years after the rise of Skywalker and it is go- essentially going to center on Rey rebuilding the Jedi order now
1: just her digging up those lightsabers
0: digging up lightsabers um using using a, a false name of of Skywalker but uh, but no, I'm I, I think Daisy Ridley was great. I like Daisy Ridley. Yeah, yeah she good. was not the issue with those films at all. I think Ray's a cool character. I know people are like Mary Sue. Okay, it's fucking. So it. was Luke. Yeah. So was everybody. It's Star Wars. Yeah. yeah I'm sorry. Exactly. Have you not
1: seen all the White Savior movies? It's yes. Yeah, yeah. It's it's crazy. So either I just, either I hope they don't bring the villains back from the sequel trilogy, aka anyone who had anything to do with the writing of them.
0: Yeah, agreed, agreed. Jesus. No, I think I'm 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 choosing to be at least neutral if not optimistic about this. I got to imagine they've learned from their mistakes. Now, I have some predictions. <sighs> I have some predictions for this movie. All right. They announced this as a, as a one-off movie. That's fucking crazy. This is clearly episode 10. Yeah. Um they will name it episode 10, episode X. Uh Ooh. the subtitle will be What? Uh, Episode 10, New Jedi Order. And I'm choosing to believe that they are going to not only retcon some of the mistakes from the sequel trilogy, but they are also going to um, use a little bit more from the source material that has already proven itself to work. Um, So what that means one billion percent quote me on this i bet my life on this. whoa bud whoa
2: okay luke
0: Luke has a secret kid that Mm. will show up in this movie and the mother will be mara jade who will also be in this movie wow um that's a guarantee stake my life on it no question also we are going to get some kind of bullshittery of somehow Ben Solo has returned. <laughs> just like oh, yeah. uh, just like Pal- Palp's did. Um, ben Solo will be back for sure. Finn will be back. Did he for die? Sure.
1: I can't remember. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, he died. I couldn't remember. He died.
0: Um, Finn will be back for sure. Uh, probably Poe will be probably the whole the whole gang will be back.
1: You're going to have a hard time getting Oscar Isaac to come back, I think.
0: I don't think so. I think they're gonna throw a boatload of money at him. I think they're, I th- especially if this does end up. Or no, not episode him. Sorry, 10. I meant
1: uh, the other guy. Oh, Finn. Finn. Yeah.
0: No, I think I think he's cool now. I think I think they they're figured like, it listen, out.
1: we'll give you millions of dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> okay, I think, fine.
0: <laughs> I think I think they they figured out some of the uh, some some of the some of the issues they've had. Damn. Um, if I'm remembering correctly, I, I might not be, but uh.
1: But, I mean, money but, talks, right?
0: Yeah, that's that's for goddamn sure. But um, but yeah, like, this can is you imagine
1: someone asking you to be in a Star Wars movie and you said no? I mean, yeah, nuts! What you to, have to do it. You have to be a crazy person.
0: Yeah, you, you have to do it because for 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 every every two or three that are bad, there's one that's like one of the most incredible sci-fi movies you've ever seen in your life. So right, right. It's uh, so yeah, you, you got to take the chance, I think, and um. It's crazy they didn't just announce this as episode ten. Like it's hilariously painfully we want, obvious. They want like
1: double dipping on their marketing fund.
0: Yeah, yeah, for Something. sure. But but, uh, but I'm I'm excited. Good. Continue the story. Correct some of those mistakes. Give us the Star Wars sequel trilogy we deserve. You you, you yeah. laid the foundation as rocky as it was, but now let's expand it this into the star Wars galaxy universe that we know it can be because it is that in all of the outside of the movie materials. Yeah. So, um,
1: I'm excited, but, uh, I have two thoughts when you're done. I'm, I'm done. That was it. That was it. All right. I got two thoughts on star Wars. All right. Um, for some reason I have started the Kathleen Kennedy haters club, OK, Um, for some like Star Wars is not like I'm not super hype on Star Wars like you. I find it entertaining, but I don't watch everything. Right. Um, I can definitely now empathize with like some Marvel people that aren't super into Marvel because there is this like so much Star Wars content that it's like it's hard to keep up and like understand <laughs> yeah. where all the eras are if you're not like super into it. And so I think that's something that they definitely need to like work on. And I, I blame Kathleen Kennedy on that. I think like there's so much opportunity that they're not quite um, getting at. I think they're getting better at it, but like mm-hmm. there's just definitely like a lot of like scattered stuff between the animated stuff, the live action shows, and then like the movies that have been you know kind of back and forth, hit and miss. Um, but that being said, I think they're moving in the right direction. But I, I saw a quote this weekend that I needed to say on this podcast because it was from Kathleen Kennedy. And if this is not a quote that should just lead to you just being terminated from your job, I don't know what else would be. But she said this to Rolling Stone when she was talking about Star Wars movies. And as a not super big Star Wars fan, this infuriated me. She said, quote, every one of these movies is a particularly hard nut to crack. There's no source material. We don't have comic books. We don't have 800-page novels. No. We don't have anything other than passionate storytellers who get together and talk about what the next iteration might be. No, you literally have all of those things, Kathleen! Right! Like, are you out of your... Like, do you even understand the the IP that you're working with? That's I, crazy! I, I understand why she's
0: saying that, but, like, it's it's... Use the things that have already proven themselves to work. And I think the creators, the, the thing that gives me hope is the creators are going to understand that, even if she doesn't.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm just surprised she still has her job after that sequel trilogy. I'm really surprised. Yeah, same. But like it did make money, though. It did make money. So, yeah, which is probably why they're doing a live action Moana movie. Yeah. Oh man.
0: Yeah. 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 That is yeah, true. Oh my gosh. But, um, like. but no, I can tell you, I can tell you, here's some, here's some free game Disney. This is what you need to do to make all of these star Wars things way more palatable to everyone. Um, because I agree as one of the world's biggest star Wars fans, no question. Uh, even I get fucked up by all of the, the era's nonsense.
1: Yeah, there's and so much there.
0: Here's all you need to do in your little 10-second Star Wars studios opening, just add the timeline and show where it is. It's it's a five-second thing. They they showed this this like beautiful timeline graphic at Star Wars Celebration where it shows like Dawn of the Jedi, um, you know, rise of the order, fall of the order, new republic uh first order imperial remnant whatever 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 there's like eight different eras that they're now playing around in just ha- show that at the beginning of every episode every movie and just put a little tick where where this movie's taking place that would yeah. solve so many issues like was this before or after Luke was this before or after whatever like
1: it's that just would help and so all much. over the place if you don't have yeah. something like that like the casual and watcher is not going to understand
0: yeah, and I get why they do it and I'm glad they are doing it. Like to 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 be clear, like they should be exploring all of these eras because you never know what's gonna catch. But just make it easier for the casual viewer and even the in, the intense viewer to like immediately understand okay, where is this happening in the timeline? Yeah, you can um, definitely do both things at the same time. Absolutely, absolutely. But uh there's my free game. Boom. And uh let's talk about this fucking Mario movie.
1: Uh, let's go. <laughs> let's go. All right. I just got to say from the top that Ant-Man and the Wasp: Quantumania has now grossed $473 million worldwide. All right. Okay. In about 2 months. Okay. Super Mario has been out for 3 days. Yep. It has grossed 377 million. Yeah, that's that's uh Correct. Good job, moviegoers. <laughs> That's and so it is less than a hundred to beat Quantum media. So.
0: Yeah, and it will by like tomorrow.
1: Yeah, kids' movies, man. Kids' movies yep. make money. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's let's jump into the Super Mario Brothers movie. Um, do we want to kind of take it high level chronological? I,
0: I mean, I was gonna say we usually talk about the story for movies. Yeah. But what fucking story?
1: Yeah, so yeah, like, I mean, like, this is like, there are kids movies that try to have some depth and appeal to everyone. Yeah. Um. This is not that. No, it is, is not. A, this is a kids movie, a thousand percent, whole through and through.
0: This is the most beautiful, soulless movie I've ever seen in my entire life.
1: Oh my gosh. I wouldn't even say that it was soulless, it just, it, um... My main gripes with it, paper thin plot. Yeah. Fast pace with little room to breathe or let characters grow and be themselves, right? It was this kind of like set piece to set piece, action sequence to action sequence. Um, it's because it was like, Okay, sucked into the mushroom kingdom, okay, gotta go train, okay, gotta go to Kong. Okay, like Super Smash Brothers fight. Okay, so now Mario Kart. Okay, now we're fighting Bowser. Okay, now we're, you know, it's like, it's just like, boom, 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 boom. It was just like, on to the next thing. Yeah. Um And I think the only other thing, I know you said you love the animation. I thought yes. the animation looked beautiful. But every now and again, the voices and the mouths were not lining up for me. It was weird. Oh, I didn't, I did not realize that. I don't know if it was like. The theater I was in or something could be. I, I don't I don't know if it was that, but like every now and again, it wasn't lining up perfectly. And I was like, why is this happening? Because this is like should not be happening in a movie of this level. You know what I mean? You know what
0: is very interesting? I was listening to another podcast talking about this movie and they said in their theater, they didn't mention it during the movie, but they specifically made mention of some of the animated trailers in their uh viewing of the Mario movie had unsynced audio that's weird dude that's very
1: weird so yeah I, Maybe I don't know, know what that's issue or something. I don't know because the rest of it I thought it looked great
0: yeah 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 I, I mean some of the I think the creative design choices truly were fucking stunning like yeah. So, I mean, it's the best the Mushroom Kingdom has ever looked and will ever look probably because, yeah. y- you know, Nintendo's not putting out a, a 4K uh, console anytime soon.
1: Yeah. I know, like, um, Mia, when, when we went to go see it, she she thought it definitely was, like, almost like dragging a little bit story-wise at certain parts, which I found interesting because it was a fast-paced movie. Mm-hmm. Um and I think I think I agree with her in just that like the story wasn't there. Yeah. It just kind of felt like they were just hurtling towards an end and just kind of making it work along the way.
0: The story was only there as a way to carry people from Easter Egg to Easter Egg.
1: Yes. yes. Like that so that many it. references. Yes. Um, and
0: so, and a lot of them were enjoyable. Like, I want to be clear. I, I think I didn't like this movie, but it did have, I'd say, a lot of redeeming qualities
1: and moments. Like, I mean, like I mean, it wasn't trash. I had a lot of fun. I don't think I'll ever really watch it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's. I mean, it's just like, for
0: kids. Like, it's not. It's not for us. Just the I, I experience, though,
1: of like seeing all of those things that we grew up with. And the characters and the moments that, like, it's just, like, pure nostalgia. Um, and for me especially, like, the most six out of six Infinity Stone thing with this movie is the fucking music. Yeah. So, well, the score,
0: the soundtrack. Oh, no, yeah. The, my asshole. Yeah,
1: the soundtrack was terrible. Horrible. Uh, but the it's, score it's like was they incredible. took every single song that's been used in a movie in the last five years and put it in.
0: Why? Why, dude? Because all the
1: the score references
0: just were outstanding. The best. Yeah, the best. I mean, Koji Kondo, for anybody who doesn't know, Koji Kondo is the composer of every memorable Mario and Zelda theme song you can think of in your head right now. Koji Kondo is a genius. He is a living legend. He is probably tied for john williams for my favorite composer of all time yeah um if if not maybe over t- i mean i it, i kind of separate them in my head a little bit but um but but they're both truly living legends and um and the composer for this movie I, it's brian something I, I i don't remember but he obviously he worked with koji kondo it's
1: brian taylor the same guy that scored uh um, guardians of the galaxy oh there you go toward the dark um, world i think
0: yeah, he he took he worked with Koji Kondo and took a lot of those main themes and just interwoved them with uh um a, a, a traditionalish movie score and yeah, it was it was brilliant and beautiful. I loved it. And then they I had think to I misspoke fuck there, it by up. the
1: way. He he did uh, Thor the Dark World, Iron Man 3 and Avengers Age of Ultron.
0: Okay, okay. Um yeah, and then they they took that beautiful score and they fucked it all up. By needle dropping, thunderstruck, and take on me, and all of the most generic, dumb fucking songs you could ever imagine. I, I don't
1: it, horrible. Let's see, super Mario Bros. movie soundtrack. Let's look at the list here. Um, some some song about Brooklyn for two seconds. Well, yeah, no sleep till Brooklyn. Let's yeah, super. I gotta pull up Spotify here. Super Mario bros just why 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 did they do this
0: This the whole time the whole time i was watching this movie while you're while you're looking that up i was thinking imagine what this movie could have been if it was done by pixar because pixar actually writes real stories they
1: actually have heart
0: uh and and Illumination is just a Minions factory. I did love and the DK
1: rap being in it. Oh my god!
0: <laughs> I wish the DK rap was in it.
1: No, it was. It was. Was it? Yeah, the DK rap from Donkey Kong sixty four is in it. I missed it. Like when I they must first start um, introducing Donkey Kong, It was like DK Donkey Kong.
0: Oh man! So good. I I guess I missed it.
1: Yeah, holding out for a hero. Been in so yeah. many movies. Take on me. Was yes. a really weird choice to start playing when they're entering the Donkey Kong place. Like this is a jungle, and we're gonna do Aha's Take On Me. Um Thunderstruck by ACDC. Uh, also been in a lot. No sleep till Brooklyn by the Beastie Boys. And I think the most egregious, Mr. Blue Sky by Yellow. Like a song I love, but like, oh my gosh, like this has been used so much. It's so stupid. much. It doesn't so make stupid. any sense, uh, but all of the score was fantastic. Yes, agreed. Absolutely fantastic. Agreed. Um, and and
0: the one the one uh, I don't know if you'd call it a needle a needle drop, but uh, Jack Black had uh, a bit of a song in this movie. Yeah, it was great. That's has been stuck in my head since the movie.
1: Jack Black peaches, was amazing. Peaches,
0: peaches, 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 peaches. <laughs>
1: He was great. You could tell he was having a lot of fun with it.
0: Yeah, Jack Black was really good, and um, I think for me, the only character that had any kind of kind of depth, and I, I my favorite character in the movie by far was Peach.
1: She was pretty um, good. She was pretty. She good, was yeah.
0: great. She was great. She was. She was the only character who had any clue what she was doing. It
1: seems like she's like a human that just got caught in the Mushroom Kingdom.
0: Yeah, which also, why is that the story? Yeah, you, it was weird. Like, they also
1: never referred to her as as Princess Toadstool. Isn't that like her OG name? Yeah, you're right. And you I don't think right. they ever um, said that. But I don't know. Maybe they didn't really need yeah.
0: to. Yeah, I, I just wish they would have gone with like some of the story from like Paper Mario or like Super Mario RPG. Like we have explanations for what's going on in the Mushroom Kingdom. It doesn't
1: have to be this little weirdo and his brother from Brooklyn. Yeah, like do you, do you want uh, do you want to go through? I have a whole list of a bunch of references. Okay, and let's and, hear them. Do you want to let's go through it. them? All right. So the film opens up, and we're at Punch Out Pizzeria, which is a yeah, reference yeah. to Nintendo's uh, 1987 game Punch Out. Um, there's a bunch of pictures uh, referencing the game in the diner. Um, it's got the game's characters Doc Lewis, Little Mac, Glass Joe, and a bunch of more. Um, there is also the Donkey Kong arcade cabinet in the diner. Um, there's changes to it, but it basically is called Jump Man, which is Mario's original title before he had a name. Um, one of my favorite things that I caught is the, the ringtone on Luigi's phone is the opening sound from the GameCube.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And he also has a, a me caller ID. Which is, oh,
0: I missed the me. That's that's great. Yeah, he has a he has a
1: me icon there, which is great. Um, so there's the early scene where they're they're kind of jumping around Brooklyn, uh, World One One is what it's called from the original Super Mario Brothers. It's basically supposed to mimic that level, um, in the first scene of that movie. Um, while they're attending their first plumbing job in Brooklyn, there's a bunch of references. Uh, when they're in the sitting room of the owner of the apartment, we can see a book that is called Galaxy with a spherical planet that looks like um, the Super Mario Galaxy planet on the cover. They also had statues of Pikmin um, on the, like, the right side of the frame in that apartment as well, so the Pikmin characters. Um, there's a shit ton of references in, in Mario's bedroom. Um he um, he was playing Kid Icarus, uh, the, yeah, the, the original yeah. Nintendo. It's sitting in front of his TV. Pretty easy to spot. On top of that, there's a statue of the Arwing um, ship from Star Fox. And he has a bunch of posters. One of them is referencing the Blue Falcon, uh, which is Captain Falcon's um, ship in F-Zero. Um, there's a few different Duck Hunt references uh, there's a restaurant, a French restaurant that's called Chase au Cunard, which has um, uh, the duck hunt duck on it. And that's his French for duck hunting. Um, a bunch of musical references. I probably won't go through too much of those. Yeah, Obviously, yeah. the underground music, which is uh, pretty popular. And then the sewer that he goes through is is 1-2, reference to the very first underground level in the Super Mario Brothers game. Yes. Um, when Luigi is separated from him, we get the motif from Luigi's Mansion, uh, the game, so that he uses that. I mean, the, the music references throughout are, are basically perfect. Um, when we get to the Mushroom Kingdom, there's so many. There's so many things. Um, they they get to Toads, the Toad House at the Coin Bank in the Mushroom Kingdom. You can hear the Toad House music from Super Mario Bros. 3. Um, we don't get a glimpse of Toadette. Toadette. Um, necessarily as a person but she kind of has a brief appearance on a little poster when they're walking through the mushroom kingdom as they're going through the crowd you'll spot her as a marching band drummer on a blue plaque
0: oh
1: um they pass an antique store which all the stores are basically just reference stores Uh, you see hammers from wrecking crew dragon coins from super mario world the super bell from super mario 3d world uh, but the the best one is probably uh, picking up what seems to be an old game cartridge, asking if it still works. And the shopkeeper says, yes, but you have to yeah. blow into it. Yep. <laughs> awesome. Um, which is
0: which is funny because that is actually um, blowing into game cartridges. Actually, uh, science has
1: proved does
0: absolutely nothing.
1: Right. Probably makes it worse because you just get a bunch of moisture. <laughs> on yep. It, but, yep. You know, we thought it did something. Um, th- there's this was one I actually missed. It's really blink and you miss it. Um, you briefly can see the Super Mario Odyssey Crazy Cap Store. Uh, oh, on the Mushroom. Yeah, Kingdom I missed Street. that too. So maybe that'll come up. Um, we get to see Diddy Kong playing bongos. I love that. Similar I to fucking love Kong Diddy ago. Kong. I love when uh, Cranky Kong is like Diddy Kong. That means you too, because he's like DK DK. <laughs> I love Diddy Kong. Um, I will say that I think Cranky Kong was the one voice that didn't quite work for me. Agreed. He should have been more
0: uh, unhinged.
1: Yeah, and like older. I, it's Fred Armisen, which I like Fred Armisen a lot. It just didn't oh. quite work. Yeah, and he for sure can be weirder. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what was going on there. I loved I loved Mario as a cat. I got to say that. Um, we got Cranky Kong. Let's see. Um, when they're plotting how to ambush Bowser, we look at Cranky Kong's hut um if you pay attention to like the map that he has there um there's a there's a bunch of crossover from super mario world basically it's just like a bunch of content from that um in the peaches song that you were talking about earlier we see that bowser's playing a ludwig von koopa piano
0: (laughs) no i missed that (laughs) which is great yeah
1: i spotted that one that one was really really good um when they're all driving their their carts we see people like drifting and getting boosts you know like you got the small blue boost you got the yellow boost the red sparks coming out very awesome um
0: Um, there there's something that that i noticed in that that kind of caught me off guard oh god what happened what my my speakers just started making making a weird noise but um they're they're good now Uh, So the thing that caught me off guard was during the Mario Kart parts, uh, the Koopa that blue shells them uh, refers to himself as, he's like, you can't escape me, blue shell mode. Now, blue shells are not called blue shells officially. Everybody calls them blue shells, but those are spiny shells. When you talk about getting blue shelled in Mario Kart, you're getting spiny shelled. It's never been referred to as blue shell in Mario and yet in this movie maybe just in America I'd be curious to know they uh the the translation was Blue Shell which kind of blew my mind a little bit I was like whoa this, that's like canon now
1: yeah it's just like so many people so many people refer to it I wonder if they're just like it's fine yeah yeah it's fine um but yeah I mean, it's just chock full um we have Charles Martinet who is the voice of Mario show up at the very beginning Yep, and
0: and at the end for a second,
1: um, right, right, right. Um, what did you think? Just to kind of jump back from all these little uh, Easter eggs and things, what did you think in terms of the voices for Mario and Luigi? Did it bother you? Were you fine? Uh, I was
0: mostly fine. What what I expected to happen happened. Where I forgot it was Chris Pratt immediately, like Me within too. thirty seconds. I I thought he yeah. did totally fine.
1: I thought they handled like. Explaining it really well, and for some reason, I will say like the trailers sounded bad, and I I feel like I get this a lot where like the trailers, the CGI for a movie will kind of be bad and it'll feel kind of weird, um, and then you watch the movie and it's great. Uh, yeah I don't know why that is so often, but like the voices were not a concern for me at all. No, no,
0: me same here. Same and I thought here. they
1: were. I thought they were gonna be, and so, um. I thought they did a really good job. I thought there was a lot of fun humor in it. I was laughing a lot. Um, and, you know, I just, I tried to go into it and just have fun. I knew it wasn't going to be like Citizen Kane, you know? Sure. Mario is like such a kid's movie. And while the plot was paper thin, I had so much fun with it. And I loved the references. The music really was like, it was just, full-on nostalgia just making me smile because I have played so much Mario. I know you have. Oh, too. yeah. Oh, yeah. And like the music, especially I know we're both music guys and the music just really would would just pull me it. <clears throat> Excuse me. Pull me in every single time when they would would play a motif or something.
0: Yeah. Um <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. I th- like. Like I said, like there are definitely things to like about this movie. I just expect like when you have movie like you have kid movies out there that are so enjoyable to to watch still as an adult. And and it's like they're clearly made in a way where they have enough depth and enough soul where they can be enjoyed by anyone. And it's like and for a character like Mario who has been around for 30 years or more, right. Uh I just feel like you have to do that. And they just didn't at all. There was yeah. just... And, and and that's just... Uh, I don't even think my expectations
1: were super high. But like... I, I guess man. I think what you're trying to say, and I, I agree if I'm taking what you're saying. When animated movies first came out, they were intended for children, right? The yep. entire medium was used for children. And I think that it's 2023 to just make an animated movie towards children, I think is a misstep.
0: Especially one featuring a character that so many adults grew up with and know. And there's nothing like kiddie about Mario. Like adults play Mario games. Mario Odyssey didn't sell millions
1: of copies to 10 year olds. Yeah. Like, and you know, it's not like I'm, I'm, I'm expecting some gritty adult thing. Of course, of course it's, not. It should be something for everybody. Yes,
0: yes. And I it don't sh- think that's that hard. It should be e for everyone. Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> but, you know, the funny thing is when I was watching this movie, I was like, man, it must be so great knowing that your score has infinite sources to pull from. Yeah, you don't have yeah. to create anything. Yep, new. You don't have to design what most of these worlds look like, you know, from scratch at all. You're adapting all of this content that already exists. All these character designs already exist. You're just adapting those two. Like, it really shouldn't be that difficult. Yeah. Like, you really... The only thing that you're responsible for is working on that story and getting it to where it needs to go. And you're also adapting that from all these other stories that exist and all these plot lines. And so, it's like the fact that the story was so lacking, it just... Shows that they didn't really put the time and effort into it to give it care and, and time and you know build something that was wonderful, and that that's the downside of it. It's like, what were you spending all this time on then? I mean, because, the animation, I mean, because <laughs> no matter what, you have to animate it, right? Yeah, yeah, it yeah. just um, yeah, a little bit disappointing from that aspect for sure, yeah. Because I mean, even like when we saw Princess Peach's castle and the dun. Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. Yeah, like, amazing. Oh amazing. my god, like my heart started beating. I was like, this is amazing. I'm seeing this for the first time in a movie, and I I wanted more. You know, I want Mario movies. I want all those characters to have movies. I would go see every single one of them.
0: Yeah, I mean, bu- buckle up, because there's about to be a shitload. Luigi's Mansion's coming. Donkey Kong's getting a movie. Everybody's getting a fucking movie, guaranteed.
1: You know, it's funny at the beginning, I didn't even understand the reference at first that he didn't like eating mushrooms like when he was still in Brooklyn. <laughs> and then when, when he got to like the Mushroom Kingdom, I was like, oh, my God, all Mario does is eat yep, mushrooms. Yep, yep. <laughs>
0: tripping on shrooms all it day, It took me a day. second. I was like, what
1: the fuck? This is crazy. I guess I never thought when I'm playing Mario games that he's eating the mushrooms. I'm yeah. Like, he just kind of absorbs them, I guess. Yeah. Um, But I thought that was pretty funny. Um. But yeah, I don't know. It was it was interesting, you know, the the pipes and how they showed those. Um, I I did think it was interesting that they tried to connect him back to like living in actual Brooklyn. Um,
0: yeah, just unnecessary.
1: Yeah, yeah, because when you start thinking about that stuff too much, it doesn't quite work, does it? No, like it's there's not. like pipes below New York that no one knows about, and they connect to these wild kingdoms that are just like completely different and how our world works. I don't know. It was an interesting choice.
0: I think this movie has a line that uh, encapsulates my feelings about the entire movie and why I thought it was just garbage, mostly. Uh, I forget what happens, but this line just stuck out in my head as being so bad. Peach does something, and Toad... Says, now that's how you princess. Oh, boy. I was like, mm. please put a bullet in my fucking skull right now. That Bad. is the just lowest common denominator writing for you, like, that is writing for the dumbest possible audience imaginable. And that is offensive. The guy and,
1: that wrote this movie, he is known for. Big mamas, like father, like son, which I think is a Martin Lawrence dressed as like a mom. It was like yeah. before Medea or something. Yep, yep, yep. The Lego Movie two, the second part, and Minions: The Rise of Gru. Y- and it's and it's a Yeah, yeah. That seems sh- shocking. Why? Why would it just be? him he's the only credited writer he doesn't even have a wikipedia page
0: that's crazy that's crazy i don't know it's it's interesting it just
1: it should have been
0: so much better and it could have been
1: easily it's a short movie yeah it is it is um what did you think of the after credit scenes there's two i didn't stay i was so mad I heard. Um, I
0: heard what they are, though. I heard one of them. Spoiler alert. I guess. I mean, all of. I guess. What can you even spoiler about? Spoil about this? I <laughs> should have said that. But uh, yeah, I
1: heard one of them is like Yoshi. So that's the second one. The first one, I think, if I recall, I think it has Jack Black singing, playing the piano again as Bowser, okay. and then you realize very quickly that he's still just a miniaturized Bowser playing a tiny piano in like a cage. <laughs> Um, and so that's still going. And then the second one, they're underground in Brooklyn. And then it zooms in on like the little Yoshi egg kind of moving. And then the screen goes black and you hear the Yoshi. Yeah, that's I mean, that's cool. But
0: I, uh, yeah. you know what I did like? I loved the uh, the scene with baby Mario and baby Luigi. Oh, that yeah, that cute. was cute.
1: Even <laughs> though it totally breaks the logic of the movie and the clothes they were wearing. Yes, yes. I was like, I love this because I love baby Mario. He's my go-to character <laughs> yeah. in, um, in Super Mario Tennis. Oh, or just Mario Tennis 64, sorry. Uh, but I was like, but this definitely breaks the logic that they set up for why they're wearing these ridiculous costumes. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, you just, (laughs) you can't, if you think about it at all too much, it falls apart. Yes. You know, because they're like, well, we have the story going on. We got to add Mario Kart and we got to add basically Super Smash Brothers in. It was just everything, everywhere, all at once in your face. Yeah. Indeed. Oh, man. You ready to rate it? I guess. You guess? You guess, you guess? All right. On this podcast... We rate our movies, shows, whatever the hell it is we're talking about, out of six whole unadulterated Infinity Stones. Eric, Super Mario Brothers movie, what are you giving it?
0: This is one of those times I wish we could break an Infinity Stone.
1: Almost every um, week. Yeah. It's a terrible scale and we're just stuck with it.
0: I think I gotta go... I'll be... yeah. I'll be very generous and give it a three. All right. Uh, but it's, it's, it's higher than I was expecting
1: from you. To be I was
0: it's it was between a two and a three. It's probably like a two point five out of six for me. But uh, okay. but yeah, I'll, I'll give it a three because there were things I, li- I like again. The animation's beautiful. Score is amazing. Uh,
1: just that goddamn lack of a story. Yeah, I would. Uh, I'm going to go a little bit higher than you. I'm going to give this one a four. I okay. thought it was good. You know, it wasn't great. It wasn't perfect. And that's kind of how I look at it. Uh I think four is it's it's not fifty percent, but it, it's it was good. I enjoyed it. I was smiling, I left it feeling a little bit nostalgic and happy that I was seeing all these characters and moments. Um uh, I would say Luma was fantastic. That was the most <laughs> agreed, I was agreed, agreed, agreed. Um my other comment too is if I recall, uh spoilers, when when they're going down towards the lava in the cages. I'm pretty sure some of those cages did go into the lava, and I don't think we see those penguins anymore at the end of that movie, (laughs) and so they might have massacred a bunch of penguins in this movie and gotten away with it. I may be wrong, um, but yeah, I don't know. I just went into it really expecting nothing. Like I I made sure my expectation, I was like, this is probably just like a silly kids movie, and it's not going to be what I want it to be, and I just have to live with it and i think that helped me just sit back and just kind of be like okay i'm seeing all this stuff on a movie for the first time and it's fun and it brought me back to feeling like a kid again so i'll give it a four probably won't watch it again maybe once just because it's a quick little movie but uh yeah i don't know made me want to play mario 64 a little bit
0: agreed it made me want a new mario a new 3d mario game get on it nintendo
1: yeah, let's do it. It seems like they should have already been on that because it's like, do you want money? But Nintendo is also very uh, risk adverse, very yes. slow moving. So. Yes. Um, shout out. I, I played on one of the new Nintendo Switch N64 wireless controllers last night in mm. my buddy Ben's house. Just phenomenal. Nice. Just phenomenal. I loved it. I loved it. But let's jump over to recommendations. Eric, you got anything this week?
0: Yeah, I'm I'm just going to say uh if this season of the Mandalorian's really good. So, if you have watched the past few seasons, um give give this one a watch, get caught up. I think there's two episodes left. Um and I think it would be even better binging these first six episodes. Um but I've I've really enjoyed it. They've they've really kind of Star Wars it up. Uh in just in terms of it's it's not as I mean, Star Wars like when I think of like what makes something Star Wars, there's a lot of different things that do at this point. Um and previously, I feel like The Mandalorian specifically was focused on like one particular kind of Star Wars. And I feel like this season it's really expanding to where like uh just uh, it's it's all different kinds it's like if you like the empire strikes back if you like the the creepy dagobah shit you got that if you just like romps if you like br- bright planets with neon and shit like that you got that if you like the political intrigue aspect of star wars there's a whole episode dedicated to that if uh if if you if you like uh like jedi there's, uh, like, some flashbacks to Order 66, um, which are very cool. Uh, you got that. It's, like, it's just really, I think it's trying to just hit all the points. And I think it's mostly succeeding. Um, so, re- I definitely like this season. Uh, it's maybe my favorite season so far, just for wow, uh, for that reason. high praise. Yeah, and I, I really liked the, the first two seasons. So, really good season of The Mandalorian um check that out if you are a star wars fan and if you have somehow um missed it so far it's uh, they're they're doing a great job and i'm gonna go out on a limb and say there's a 100 chance that Whoa. thrawn shows up uh probably in the finale
1: of this season probably during your finale of this season yeah yeah hey. <laughs> oh my gosh i hope i hope he looks good for you bud yeah same but just lower your expectations. Yep. 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 All right. I got a non recommendation, then several other recommendations. Um, I got COVID for the first time <laughs> this this past <laughs> month. Uh, highly would not recommend it. Got up to like 103 fever the first night. Oof. Literally for two nights, dude. I had, I don't know if I told you this, I had like delusions in the middle of the night. Oh, my. I don't God. know. I don't know how else to describe. I like started like having like delusions, not like delusions of grandeur. I was just like, it started as like a dream and then I woke up and I can't even describe it, but like five minutes in I was awake and like walking around the house and I'm like, I think I am like not thinking clearly right now. And uh, I think I was like cooking my brain or something, but yeah, the first two nights that happened and I, I had to like talk myself down and like go to bed again because like I was crazy. Oh my God. Really weird, really weird shit. But yeah. That's That's been terrible. I'm still trying to feel a little bit better from that. Um, but my actual true recommendations, I'm kind of doing a bunch of stuff right now, so I'm going to do a few things. Um, echoing what I said earlier, go online and try to find the original theatrical releases of the first three Star Wars movies. Yep. If you've never seen them, you'll be shocked to see how different they are, especially when you see Jabba the Hutt for the first time. Uh, a little bit different looking than what you're used to. Yeah. Just sure. a little bit. Turns out he's just a fat dude. Um, <laughs> Han shot first, and that's really the only way that that ever makes any sense. There's just so many things you should watch because I don't think people echoing what I said again. I don't think people realize how different they were from yeah. what they are now. There's so many scenes that are changed, edited, added, removed. Um, so try to find those. It's not easy, but if you're interested, you should definitely try. Um, I don't watch too much trash TV. But the one show I watch that is Trash TV is Love is Blind on Netflix.
0: Man, everybody I know has been watching that.
1: Honestly, one of the greatest shows ever made, Trash TV. Season four is out right now. Uh, my partner and I are watching it. And, like, they release it in batches. So I think they released like, five episodes and, like, four episodes and now... On Friday, they released three episodes. And you know what we did? You fucking watch all three in one night. Because it is so good. So, so good. Uh, Highly recommend watching Love is Blind. And you know, you can even go back and like, each season is different people. So like, you could just watch the first season and enjoy it. You could just watch the fourth season and enjoy it. They're all great though. Um, So highly recommend that. Um, And then the only other thing, uh, my favorite show of all time, Ted Lasso. Season three is airing right now. Every single week, I watch the new episode like four times. Um, One of my favorite radio shows, the guy on it was like, season three is really bad. You're fucking wrong. It's great. (laughs) That show makes me fucking cry and laugh in the same episode every single time. I love it. If you're not watching Ted Lasso, I know everyone is always talking about watching. You need to go watch Ted Lasso, but it's true. It's wholesome. It's a great show. Go watch it. This is supposed to be the last season, so it's it's really easy, quick watch. Ted Lasso on Apple TV+. Plus. Um if you want to reach out to us, Twitter, if we still have it, because fuck Elon Musk, but we do still have it. Um at Infinity Rewatch, or you could shoot us an email at the Infinity Watch Podcast at gmail.com.
0: Indeed, and make sure to include the subject line and the tagline of our humble show. Fuck the billionaires. Oh, Fuck them. Fuck them. What if, fuck what, em.
1: what? was our fake podcast we brought up on this episode? What was it? <laughs> I don't know. Like anti-capitalism. Yeah, yeah. For... <laughs> burn, oh, Burn Down the System. Yeah, Burn Down Check the System. Check us out our new episode of <laughs> Burn Down the System. <laughs> and all the billionaires oh, in man. it. Coming soon to a podcasting platform here. <laughs> oh. As if we need more excuses to just rage at each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Holy shit.
2: So silly.